Hey, what's up? This is your host, Kat Jones. Today is March 9th, 2020. Even if it fits, you must acquit. And I'll tell you why here on Queer All Year. Hey, what's up? This is Kat. I already said what's up. And I am joined, as always, with my brother, sound producer, and co-host, Mick G. I got my peens and rice. It's an inside joke. I like it. I like it so nice, I rhymed it twice. Our listeners know what peens are. Yeah, they, yeah, but... Uh, right what... in on our Facebook page, uh, Queer All Year Mafia, if you like peens and rice. What was that from? You were saying it was like Ohio? Something about... Uh... Why did Ohio have peens and rice? It didn't. We were saying something off mic. Was it Idaho? Um, I don't believe I mentioned a location, a geographical, um, okay. spot. Anyway, <laughs> I guess, I don't know, either Ohio or Idaho, you have peens and rice, and McGee just doesn't remember which one it is. Um, so. Or if it was either of them. Yeah, it could have been like Florida. I don't know. Jamaica, man. I'm pretty sure it was in the continental states. Anyway. Um, you may remember that if the, dr- if, wow, I almost said if the drug doesn't fit, where'd that come from? It was glove. Does, do drugs fit? The drug always fits. Okay. Well, if the drug fits, then that's not a factor. But if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. And that's what happened with OJ. But it turns out, mm, if things fit in LA, you still have to acquit. And well, that was just a fun way of segueing into the LAPD. Haha. So in 1969, the LAPD executed a raid and a person at the Dover Hotel in Los Angeles. Now the Dover was known to be um, a favorite place of gay men and it was raided many times before, but on March 9th in 1969, a man named Howard Elfland, 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 who was also known as Jack McCann, was beaten to death outside by the LAPD. Vice officers Lemuel Lemuel Chauncey and Richard Halligan claimed that Howard had groped them, which was apparently enough for a jury to justify dragging him downstairs nude, taking him outside the hotel, and killing him in front of several witnesses. And by killing, I mean beating and knee-dropping and stomping while he screamed for help in front of several witnesses. Um... His family was told that he had a heart attack, and they originally said that they had just arrested him, put him in a police car. He jumped out of the police car and died. So there are many stories going on, and the jury decided that uh, the LAPD's was, you know, most believable. And so his death certificate reads, excusable homicide, which is a very strange wording. Like, I guess justifiable is just as bad but excusable really makes it bad um the story was initially suppressed from the media but the advocate got a hold of it and called the lapd psychotics and this opinion continues to this day for a list of reasons that seem to pile up every year sorry not sorry lapd get your stuff together um and to the list of psychotics i would like to add that jury by the way a jury that says yeah sure Lots of witnesses, but, you know, he was gay, and he groped you. So, yeah, that that seems excusable. Um, 
Yeah, so other other people the LAPD has murdered or attempted to murder include Rodney King, in which the p- officers were also acquitted, which sparked riots across LA. They set it on fire, which also um, probably led to a good part of why OJ was not, you know, guilty. Okay. Um, William Cardinal. Cardenas, Cardenas, who um, also couldn't breathe. There was the NYPD, I can't breathe. And this was the LAPD, I can't breathe. There have been many I can't breathes out there. I suggest you look them up because they're all important. Um, On the list of people the LAPD has murdered or attempted to murder, um, not OJ Simpson. So there's that. Also, they have done wellness checks on Shelly Miscavige, who is the wife of David Miscavige, who is the um, person who runs Scientology. And they did a uh, wellness check on Richard Simmons as well. And they said that both of those people were fine. They came out and talked to them and, you know, they're doing fine. They just don't want to be public. And it's like, we have not, no, no one, including her friends, has seen Shelly Miscavige in years and Richard Simmons all of a sudden disappeared and his Facebook and all sorts of social media just abruptly changed, you know, grammar and writing and stuff. And then when they were accused of not being Richard Simmons, immediately switched back to the way he used to write. And um, I may or may not know someone who has actual proof that would back up someone's claims about what's happening that no one will believe um, and no one will accept that proof. So anyway, um, Richard Simmons and Shelley Miscavige and um, Rodney King, William Cardenas, Cardenas, not O.J. Simpson. Let's go to a little segment with McGee. What up, y'all? Today's segment is going to be about nature's twisted irony manifested in Beethoven's deafness. Born in Bonn, Ludwig van Beethoven had a rough childhood. His father believed he would uh, be able to raise the next Mozart and put Ludwig through an obscenely harsh teaching. Um, One rumor is that his father was said to have beaten him each time he played a single wrong note and would make him start over again. However... This did lead to Beethoven writing some of the most groundbreaking and heart-wrenching music in existence. But this did not just come from intense training. He had a mysterious and elusive skill that we know as perfect pitch. It's a phenomenon where musicians can think of musical pitches and the way that we think of colors and things like that. It's um, a uh, way of recalling notes very quickly within your mind. So um, someone with perfect pitch would be able to hear a melody in their head and they would be able to tell you what key that was in um, just because they are able to tell what that sounds like. And then from there, they would be able to write down that music without an instrument, which greatly um, reduces the time it takes to write material. As far as we know, Perfect pitch is genetically acquired and non-acquirable through practice. So this means that Beethoven was genetically designed to be a great composer. The inability to hear his own music 
would also have been an incredibly uh, frustrating situation for him. For several years, uh, Beethoven was contemplating suicide, as his dreams seemed to be escaping. During this time, Beethoven wrote a letter to his brothers Karl and Johann, famously known as the Heiligenstadt State Testament, a brave and powerful testament to Beethoven's faith and perseverance of will. Telling his fate, I shall meet thee bravely, he states that he must endure because he was not finished. He knew there was still great music in his head, and believing to have received it by providence, he owed it to the world to get this music out. If he had given in to his depression, we would not have his ninth symphony, written while completely deaf. He was not able, he never actually heard any of that, and it is known as one of the great masterpieces of all time. We thank him for persevering. I'm Mick G, and this is a little segment. Awesome. Well, on March 8th, 2004, in Asbury Park, New Jersey, um, they started issuing marriage licenses to same-sex couples. On March 9th, the Attorney General had a heart attack, jumped in, and declared all the licenses invalid, and ordered that the marriage ceremonies had to stop under threat of criminal charges. Now, this um, later went to court, and um, of course, New Jersey did start being allowed to issue marriage licenses before marriage equality was passed at the Supreme Court, the US Supreme Court level, but um, this was back in the time when the attorney generals were jumping in and going, whoa, 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 this is against the law. And it, there re- it really wasn't. You know, it really isn't in most laws before all that started actually becoming, you know, something that people listen to. But it was, you know, they like to jump in and issue injunctions and, you know, press charges, that kind of thing. Um, So this is a very short episode today because um, that's really all I have to mention about that because that's just something I mention every time it comes up. Um, so I would like to talk about just I've ranted about this before, but I just want to say how um, not personally insulting, but yeah, personally insulting and insulting to the community. I find it to be all of these um, sources that are uh, supposedly on this day in history, LGBT resources, because I go out there and I find, you know, like I'd use these as a jumping off point to do my own research. And part of the reason I have to jump off and do so much extra research is because they all copy paste from each other and they are all wrong. And it is just, I mean, I, I am happy to do research for this show. I love researching it. I love knowing all this. I love doing it for you and for me and for the world. I am just insulted that that people would do something like this and not research and just copy paste from each other and and have incorrect information it makes me so angry i i mean i'm not trying to be a martyr or say i deserve more or anything like that i i'm just saying other people need to step up because it if you're going to say you're part of our community or you're an ally or you want to support us at all, step up and do the work. I work all day at, you know, weird hours. McGee works weird hours. We all 
you know, we have to fit in re research and recording for every day. We have three set days that are going to have to change because our work schedule just got weird. And we're still doing this. We're still doing it right, I think. We're not copy pasting from stuff. If I if I ever get to the point where I'm copy pasting from anything, I'm going to stop this podcast because it is not worth anything at that point. And so these blogs, these official websites, these things, it is it is offensive. It's offensive to all of us. So if you're out there googling this stuff that I say and you find these, you know, on this day in LGBT history and it says something other than what I've said, um, that's because I went out and I did the work. And I, if, if any of you are listening to me right now, do better. Step up. Have some integrity. Don't insult us by giving us information that is false. So false. It'll be months wrong. It'll be wrong names. It'll be things that I can't confirm even happened. It's ridiculous. I'm just, mm. I've ranted about this, what, for three minutes now, probably. Anyway, um, I could rant about this for an hour. It makes me upset. But I don't know. This is, we don't get paid for this unless someone subscribes to Patreon. That's that's you all paying us, you know, so that, I mean, we can do, like, keep the lights on. We We have jobs that we have to do. We do this for the future and for the present and for the struggle and these people out here are doing it for the publicity and for the uh hits that they get on their blog because they update it every day it just makes me it just it makes me sick it actually does it it does she's uh probably going to have to go to a insane asylum by the time we're done with uh this year that's not a politically correct statement, but I could also rant about insane asylums because I would be in one for many, many different reasons. Pretty much anything I say can be ranted about. We <laughs> could uh, put it out there. I am the least conscious. Uh, least woke? Yeah. No, you're well, not. No, not I'm, at all. <laughs> I, I am, as they call, woke. You're like more I, woke than uh, I am on certain things. Well. We wake each other up. Anyone that calls himself woke does not actually know what's going on. Yeah, probably. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, you stopped me from ranting on a lot of things, though. Like, I've been asking since February 28th to be able to do a segment on Waco on every single episode. So thank you for stopping me from that. I've been in favor of Waco. <laughs> I want to hear you rant on Waco. Well, I And I know these people do. I mean, I might do a Patreon on that. But it, I, want, I found a thing that goes, like, day by day on this day in Waco. And, I mean, I guess I'd probably have to do extra research on that. But mm. you were already saying, like, these episodes are going 30 minutes. Yeah, that's true. I was saying that. Yeah. So we were we aim for 15 minutes, you Maybe on one of these shorter ones we could do a little Waco section. Yeah. But... Well, there's no such thing as a little Waco section. Yeah. <laughs> if we do it, we're doing it. So maybe on the Patreon and then we yeah, like we'll have a drop a clip here. We'll have a, a five episode, two hour episode, two hour each. Arc. Um, yeah, like bonus thing on Patreon. Oh Full of conspiracy theories. It'll be our $100 tier. One, at one point <laughs> I'll jump off and be like, but what if David Koresh was right and he's actually Jesus and he's going to come back, man? And we killed Jesus. Oh, no. Okay. Well, now we're getting weird. What? No. Uh, about David. Yeah. It's all weird. It's all weird. Every, we're not going to yell about Waco on this because there was... There's never been a single thing 
ever that wasn't weird. Hmm. I guess it's true. Feet hmm. are weird. All right. Did you know that horses are just running on their toenails? <laughs> you have gotten that image in my head. It's, I know. Uh, you do this on purpose. You find people and uh, you distort their view of horses forever. I, I love horses. They're majestic. But now I just see them running around on their toenails because of evolution. Sorry. Creation is not sorry. We should do some housekeeping here. What are we talking about? Right. Yeah. Um, we Welcome are talking about a, the, yeah, the, uh, Queer All Year Mafia, which is our group where you can come chat about things like this. Come yes. talk on there. You if... used to be the fam. You are now the mafia. Yeah. Which is the same thing. La Familia. Oh, God. We're going to get killed. Yeah. But I also have DMX coming after me to murder me someday. So um, who maybe he'll team up. I don't know which one will get to me first. Okay. Um, we have on Instagram and Twitter... The um, it is queer all year pod on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash queer all year. Subscribe oh, we already that. talked about those bonus things. It's gonna be way um, go crazy out there. Yeah, um, but there's also a lot of other good stuff. The one dollar <laughs> tier has uh, bloopers and goofy intros and all kinds of things like that. Um, uh, subscribe and rate on whatever. Freaking podcatcher, stupid word that you use. Um, that helps us out a lot. Um, if you could tell a friend about us, because we're hearing that word of mouth is how people find podcasts mostly. Um, if you like us, then tell your friends about us, because then they'll listen to you and they'll listen to us. Yay! Yeah, and if you're like a manager of a store or something, put our podcast on the PA system and uh, go into have Walmart that and just. Just blared over the. Oh yeah! If anyone out there has some like AV experience, just go sneak in there and you plug know, it in. Walmart apparently has this thing that I don't know if it's everywhere or if it's still going, but I was around like at 2 a.m. because that's what I do. I just wander Walmart at 2 a.m. and yeah. they had this radio or something where where people could call in and request stuff. I think it was like employees. Whoa, could, yeah, employees can call in and request like songs. So hey, Walmart employees, see if you can request podcasts. Man, <laughs> I didn't know they put so much power in the employees' hands. That's crazy. Yeah, it was Christmas music, so it might be not a thing anymore. I don't know. Or it could have just been two a.m. at Walmart, and I was out of my mind. <laughs> anyway, the the uh, <laughs> latter is probably more likely. Oh yeah. So uh, just remember to um stay safe if you're wandering around walmart um don't trust the lapd and as always we love you